Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Malika and I'm the host of this podcast called Travelbug. Make sure to check out my Instagram account travelbug.trvlpodcast where you can see all the songs and photos that we are mentioning today in this episode. And now enjoy. Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, today is kind of a little special episode, I suppose, because it's actually just me. Um, I've been just coming back from my travels in Bali and in Thailand, and I kind of wanted to touch upon a point that I've actually talked about in um, Travel Bug before, when it was still a radio show, and that is coming home. And I guess that is a topic that I run into every single time again when I'm coming back home from a travel or when I'm moving. Um, and it's it's quite interesting because I realized while looking back onto the last few years that my feeling of coming home has changed a lot. The first time when I was in New Zealand and I came home, I did not really want to be back home, to be honest. And that sounds a bit brutal, and it probably was, but I had just started to get to know this new life with a a different family because I was there as a um, exchange student. And I've, you know, it takes a while to settle in. So it took me quite a while to find my friends, really, who like the people that I really wanted to hang out with. I obviously met some people in the first few weeks and it was all nice and fine, but I didn't click with them. So it took me like a good four to five, maybe even six months, to be honest, to really find the people that I really, really wanted to hang out with. And then I've basically only had four months until I was leaving again and getting put into this new life and then taken out so quickly, I really struggled to adjust back home in Berlin. It actually went so far that, bless my friends who didn't say anything, but it actually went so far that I would talk English um, for quite a while after coming to Berlin with everyone, anywhere. I didn't mind. I didn't want to speak German for quite a while. Um, just because I was holding on to everything that connected me to that other life uh, back in New Zealand so much because I just didn't want to be home. And that feeling kind of, I carried that with me for the next two years of finishing high school and then I went back to New Zealand. And New Zealand then was very different for me, a very different experience because I got to travel around, I got to see the country actually a bit and I was traveling on my own I was doing more of a backpacker style experience than as before where I was like living with a family going to high school so it was much more settled than this time was actually traveling Um, and that was really interesting a really good experience but there actually in the end I started to realize I was looking forward to going home but I wasn't even going to stay home for long because I knew that I had been accepted to university. So my next next experience, next adventure started and that was going to Aberdeen, Scotland. So I was only back home for six weeks and I didn't really think of it as going home because I knew that I was heading to a new experience, to a new adventure. Um, 
And then during my semesters when I would go back home, that was really hard as well. Not because I didn't want to go back home because I was actually looking forward to seeing my family and my friends as well. For me, it was more the city because I realized that Berlin for me was kind of a challenge. I had some old history with some people that I didn't like going back to. Um, I was really trapped by the past, to be honest. I was kind of living in the past, living in old mistakes, in old stories, in old feelings really and I struggled a lot with being back home because of that and this time around going to travel I've been doing a lot of emotional work in this yeah in this journey um, because of my yoga teacher training um, I've yeah I've learned to to really go through emotions, not bottle them up anymore. I've met a lot of people who who have inspired me immensely to really go deeper with my emotions and try to work on them. So this time when I came back home, I was actually excited and I actually made this decision to go home uh, consciously earlier than I expected to. I actually booked an earlier flight um, which was good because in terms of money, I wouldn't have been able to travel much longer anyways. But I realized that Berlin was calling me and I needed to go back home for a while because there's a few things that I need to do here and need to figure out. And this was a feeling that I haven't had in a long time. So when I got back home, I actually was really excited because of those feelings, because it was something that I haven't felt in a good six years now that I actually felt like I needed to be in Berlin, I wanted to be in Berlin. And that has been a feeling for me which is very precious and I want to savor. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like the background of why I want to talk about this whole coming home thing because as you've just heard, it's changed a lot for me uh, over the past few years and there's a lot of different things that can influence your feelings um, for coming home. So one thing that is, I think, really important to know is that no matter what way you travel, you always learn something new. You always learn ev like things about yourself or things about other people, things of how you connect with people or you might even learn a skill so for example when you travel alone there is a massive learning factor of independency you start to make your own decisions you don't have a safety net in that country even though you might still have parents at home that could always support you and you have friends at home that could always support you but um, it's still it's still different because you don't have people around you that make the decisions for you or that influence your decisions that much. Um, obviously, you still might find people along the travels that you get along with and you start to travel together for a while and you obviously then make decisions together. But in the end, it's still your own mind that makes decisions. It's your own heart that makes decisions. So that is a very massive independency factor, which is super interesting. Um, and that was kind of what happened to me when I went to New Zealand for the, for the first time, not so much, but for the second time immensely, because the first time 
I did make some decisions on my own, but I was still in this family and school structure, so that made a lot of decisions for me. But when I went for the second time, I bought my own car and I started traveling around backpacking. So I learned a lot about making my own decisions. Also, learning how to deal with my money, actually, because suddenly I wasn't living anywhere anymore. I lived in my car, so I had to see how do I how do I put value on things? Is it worth to spend money on, let's say, this coffee or that book when I also need to spend money on petrol to get around, when I also need to spend money on getting a second blanket because it's starting to get colder? All these kind of things that you don't really think about when you live at home still. So that was a massive factor for me. Then traveling with someone. This is something that I've only just recently experienced. So in the last episode, I had my friend Zoe here with me and we lived together for two years, but we have never traveled together and actually neither of us has ever traveled with someone together in the sense that we actually meet somewhere and we plan to spend a few weeks together. So this was something very new for us, um, for both of us. And it's quite interesting how that type of traveling is is teaching you things because you're learning about certain connections. You're learning about your connection with someone, with that person that you're traveling with, but you're also learning about your own boundaries. You're learning about how much time do I need to myself? How much time can I spend with someone, with the same person in a in a yeah, in a week or in multiple weeks? And how do I deal with saying, for example, hey, I actually need a day to my myself. Is it okay if I do something on my own and we meet up again later? Or how do you, you know, set these boundaries of your own time and that time with that person? Also, when you when you travel so much together, obviously, if, if you have two people traveling together, these people see each other all the time. So there is about to be some struggle, some some emotions that come up, um, some irritation maybe even. And how do you deal with these things when you guys are sitting so close the whole time, are spending so much time to get together the whole time? So how do you deal with these kind of things? So that's a, that's a, it's a really good teacher, I think, for learning how to express yourself in a compassionate way towards someone else. It's a very good teacher to learn about your own boundaries, your own needs for alone time, your own needs for restoring your energy. And uh, yeah, so that was that was really, really interesting for me because as I said, I've never had that and Zoe never had that either. So for both of us, this was a massive learning experience. We, in the beginning, we we were kind of hanging out all the time together. It was also due to the place that we spend time together for the first few days because we were in Uluwatu in Bali and it wasn't really possible to spend time on our own because we only had one scooter and Uluwatu isn't really a, a place where you can walk around a lot. You kind of need a scooter to get around. So the first three to four days we were kind of stuck with each other and we also had a room um, together. We had booked into a private room because it was actually cheaper than getting a dorm bed somewhere. So it was just us two the whole time, um, apart from seeing a couple friends that were also in Uluwatu. But that was quite intense. 
Um, and then we went to Changu afterwards and suddenly we both realized we actually needed some time for ourselves. So we both kind of went and did our own thing for a few hours every day because suddenly we were able to walk around. We didn't need a scooter. We actually didn't even rent a scooter in Changu because you can walk everywhere. It's, it's much more like a little city where you can actually experience the city life with walking around the roads and you have cafes and restaurants everywhere. So that was really nice. So we learned, yeah, so we learned a lot in those first few days about our own time that is needed for us to actually actually be able to spend a lot of a lot of time together um, in the long run because we started to get really irritated with each other after a few days of just being us two and we needed needed some time out, both of us needed some time out and that had nothing to do with not liking each other but just with not being able to deal with the same person around you all the time and it is draining to always be with someone as well it doesn't matter if they're your partner or your best friend or just a stranger you need time for yourself and that is a massive massive thing that I've learned on this travel as well and then also another thing um, another point that I want to touch upon is obviously traveling for learning so as I've done now I started my travels because I wanted to become a yoga teacher so I started my travels with the intention to learn something new so obviously that one is gonna be a massive learning experience as well because you're actually going to learn somewhere else um, that one is a topic that I would like to touch upon probably in another episode again um, basically calling it skillful traveling so traveling for learning skills why we want to do that why this is a great experience or what are the challenges all these kind of things but as I said probably going to be a topic in a different episode and then I guess the opposite of that is just traveling for fun which kind of ties into traveling alone or traveling with someone obviously you're traveling because you want to experience a new culture you want to experience um, a new country you want to maybe learn a new language that kind of goes into skillful traveling as well I suppose um, but all these things just for fun um, just trying to enjoy but even there you learn so much as I've touched upon just now with independency with connections with new cultures new languages that come into your life so there's a lot of learning that you always do when you go uh, abroad when you go and um, experience a new culture experience new people um, yeah so with all these things that you learn when you travel you always change a bit you adopt new ways you learn new values you maybe get humble when you meet some people that just impress you a lot and they they show you life in a new way and you realize wow okay let's take a step back from how i thought about the world before maybe you get more egotistic as well because you you start to see that, especially when you travel alone, it's always about you um, in that travel because it's it's your own experience, it's your learning and you might also start to get some ways or get some ideas that make you think that the life that you've lived before and maybe the life that people live at home isn't the right way or isn't 
isn't a way that you want to live your life. So your world centers around you even more. I mean, the world always centers around ourselves. We are the main character in our own movie. That is just a fact. Um, but obviously, you can still show compassion towards other people and you can sh still show love and and consideration for other people's worlds and other people's dreams and other people's lives and values um but especially when you travel a long time on your own it can get sometimes a bit harder to find that compassion again for things back at home because obviously even when you travel alone you're still you're still meeting other people so you get all these different new people into your life while you're traveling and everything seems so exciting um and everyone when traveling is kind of in this in this same place of everything is around about them at that moment because it's their journey it's their traveling there quite a lot a lot of people go out to travel because they want to find themselves me included I've done a lot of that because I a lot of my travels were about learning more about myself finding myself so obviously it is about me in that sense um and as I said before when I came back home from New Zealand for the first time it's really hard for me to settle back in to come back home and one part of that was because I felt like I had changed so much and everything back at home was kind of the same. And that is a very egotistic way of seeing myself because there was, yeah, there was just a lot of ego in that, in that part of me being like, oh, I've changed so much. I'm such a better person now and I'm going back home and no one has changed their bullshit. Everything has changed back at home as well. But I didn't, see it in that sense because everything in New Zealand was so exciting and so new and obviously back at home nothing was so exciting and so new to the people around there like in Berlin obviously their life was still very similar but obviously still things have changed things smaller things but that were still having a massive impact maybe on some people you know like Things like, I don't know, someone getting a dog or someone moving into a new flat or someone making choices, uh, I don't know, in high school making new course choices that actually changed their decision to go to a different university. Whatever, all these little things I couldn't see at that time because for me, life had expanded so massively. Life had become so exciting because there was new people coming into my life, a new language coming into my life. There was a new country coming into my life. So everything seemed like changes always have to be big to be exciting, which obviously is very untrue but that was kind of this whole egotistic uh, point that I just wanted to make when I came back from New Zealand I think my viewpoint was much more egotistic and it took me a while to take a step back and I think over the years now that I've that I've traveled I've learned more and more to appreciate what I've learned uh, but still but still try not to get too egotistic try not to put too much value into everything I've learned in the sense of um, no putting value into what I've learned but not thinking that what I've learned has more value than what has happened back at home I think that's the main point that I want to do because for everyone life obviously is different and different things mean 
different or have different outcomes for people and different things also have different value for people. So keeping that in mind that yes, your experience has been amazing and you've learned a lot doesn't mean that you can devalue anything that people at home have have witnessed or have accomplished. And then another thing that obviously um, is something that you also learn um, or could learn the opposite of becoming more egotistic could be also to, to become more compassionate with others because you meet so many different people that are very yeah just different from each other obviously especially when you go to a new um, a new country where there's a new culture you will learn a lot of people um, you will learn a lot about people or you will get to know a lot of people that are very different to you because they they have different backgrounds they have different culture different way of looking at life so it's very interesting to see how you react to these differences and I think the more you understand how different people are, the more compassion you can show people in general because you realize that everyone, as I said just before about the egotistic way as well, everyone lives their own life, everyone lives their own dream, everyone everyone is their own main character in their movie, meaning that everything that they decide, they will try to decide for their best good probably because as I said they're the main character in their life so trying to understand that everyone also interprets the world around them differently kind of allows you to to go around the world with a bit more compassion when you have someone who you don't really understand why they're doing things they're doing knowing that they will probably do these things because they have their own reasons, is not for nothing, but you might not be able to see them just now, allows you to, yeah, maybe even instead of just saying, oh, I don't understand this, I don't want to, I don't want to know about this, maybe you will be able to go up to them and be like, hey, could you explain to me why you did this this way? And this is something that for me, I've learned while traveling a lot, because I got to know so many different people that had different reasonings behind their actions and I had the beautiful opportunity to to meet a lot of people who were very open and very compassionate and very emotional and they were able to communicate lovely and beautifully with me um, so I was actually able to yeah exchange knowledge in the sense of how do you go about your life how do you make decisions how do you how do you show compassion to other people so that is something that i've especially in this last travel learned a lot so when you keep all of these things in mind when you come home how do you integrate these things that you've learned when when you're back how do you make these things still work in this old life that you've had before as i said before it can be quite hard to integrate back into your old life because as I said things might seem like nothing has changed or um, you kind of feel like all the changes are so small they're very insignificant but you have learned a lot and you have changed a lot and being able to integrate back into your life with all these changes I think is actually almost the most exciting part about these travels because it is very challenging it is very it's a very interesting 
interesting thing because you have gained so much new knowledge and while you were traveling all of that seemed like it was the best thing that you've learned so far it was it is super important and you're definitely going to take this with you into your new life but suddenly when you're back home and you get confronted with old friends with your family with old lifestyles you realize that maybe not all of these things are as important as you thought they were. They were important for you while you were traveling, but maybe they're not so important in this life that you had here or have here or want to rebuild here. So going back home and being able to reevaluate everything that you've learned and put new value on everything is actually so, so, so important. You realize how your communication has changed maybe as well. Are you able to actually communicate the things that, you, that you've that you learned? Are you able to, are you able to bring points across that have been so important for you while you're, while you were traveling? Or is there maybe someone back at home that dismantles all of that and you might have to revalue everything that you've learned everything that you that you thought were really was really important so i think that's actually one of the most important points about about learning something new another thing that i would like to touch upon is that when you go traveling everything seems excited and new as i mentioned before quite often you feel like there hasn't been a lot of changes back at home. But the thing is that this whole excitement that you have while traveling, going to new countries, going to live in different cities in this country, maybe learning a new language, meeting new exciting people every single day. Suddenly your life is so full of colors and so so exciting that it seems really hard to go back home in your old life where everything kind of feels stagnant, where nothing moves as quickly as it does when you travel. But I think, and this kind of touches upon the last point that I just made about re-evaluation and going back home and trying to integrate everything that you've learned, I think that coming back home and acknowledging that yes, maybe life is not as exciting in your hometown or wherever you're moving to as your travel life, but you don't get exposed to new people every day or new cultures, but that doesn't mean that this life isn't full of experiences and new opportunities. And I think that's super important to keep in mind because even the small things that happen in, in your life back at home can be so exciting and it always it's always dependent on your your way of life as well and your expectations and your approach to life because even though you're back at home and yes you have your your same people mostly around you it is up to you what you make of that life it's up to you how you integrate things from your travels how you approach life back at home now one thing that I realized after traveling is that I was trying to seek out different people afterwards in Berlin as well. So every time when I went back home, I was obviously meeting with my old friends, 
and I didn't really stay in Berlin long enough to really make changes um, in terms of going out and trying to meet new people because mostly I was only in Berlin for like a few weeks but in my mind I was always thinking about new ways of how I could approach new people, how I could meet new people if I would be in Berlin for longer. And one thing for me, obviously Berlin is a big city that has a lot of opportunities, uh, has a lot of different people here from different cultures, from different backgrounds. So Berlin is this ama amazing melting pot of people that gives you so many opportunities to really dive into different aspects of your travels that you <clears throat> have like, yeah, that you have met, like people that you've met or, or things that you've learned while you are traveling. So Berlin is the perfect playground, I would say, for incorporation of things that you've learned while traveling, but also allowing new exciting things into your life um, and having opportunities to meet new people. So obviously that differs when you go back to, I don't know, like a small village somewhere. Obviously that's going to be super different. But I think the main point that I want to make here is really it's up to you what you want to make of home. I think for me, when I came back the first few times, I did not feel a connection to Berlin anymore. I was struggling a lot with the thought of being back there, um, especially after my first experience in New Zealand. Um, I really didn't, I didn't really like coming back out of multiple reasons. I wasn't really that happy in my school at that point either. Just before I left, I had a lot of issues with some classmates and I was really scared actually of going back. So I think for me, being back in New Zealand where I was accepted by people, where I didn't have these issues with people in my school, kind of showed me another way of life and how I would have liked it to be back at home as well, but it wasn't. So I was really scared of coming back home. I did not enjoy the thought of going back into my old school and I did have amazing friends there as well, don't get me wrong, and I was really glad to see them again. But I think this whole frame of these negative emotions that I still had was really, really preventing me from enjoying being back home for a long time. Whereas now, when I came back home, actually during my travels, I realized I wanted to go back home. I realized that something was calling me to go back to Berlin, test the things that I've learned, and I realized also that I needed some time to ground, that I really needed to be somewhere for a while and not move all the time, because all I've been doing for the past seven, six or seven years has been moving from one country to the next, and it's been always exciting, and I always met amazing people, but I also didn't really have a lot of time in either of these countries. Um, and it was always kind of, once I settled in, I was moving away again. Um, but now, this time, as I said, I was actually looking forward to coming back to Berlin. And I, in my mind, was ready to accept the challenge to see what I can make of my life here, how I can incorporate things, how I can meet new people as well, because yes, I still have my friends here and that's amazing, but also all of us have changed, all of us have different um, different ideas, different 
different values maybe some of us as well and it's amazing to reconnect to these people and I'm so grateful for them but I also know that for certain things of how I have changed and what is important in my life I do need some other people in my life that inspire me to go further in these on this path so it's an exciting time now to be back home because I get to see Berlin in a different way because also another thing I've moved away from Berlin when I was quite young so I actually a lot of options a lot of things that you can do in Berlin weren't really available for me yet when I left so Berlin for me there's there's party Berlin there's there's Berlin of so many opportunities and exciting events um wasn't really wasn't really what I knew when I left Berlin. I left Berlin when I was 16 for the first time and then when I was 18, 19 for the for the second time. So I was, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of time to explore Berlin in that sense. So I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of options here for me at the moment, which is exciting. Um, and I think, yeah, just to kind of close this whole thing about coming home, um, I would say for me I have gone through an evolution of different feelings about the phrase I'm coming home or as well like what home is for me and I think what home is for me is a different massive topic um, but I think that in in the sense of what I've learned over the past few years about my different emotions, about this evolution of emotions, is that I have now kind of come to peace with the thought of Berlin being my home. When I first left, I was really, I really didn't want to think about Berlin as being my home. I didn't really want to think about coming back. But then, as I said, I went through different emotions. I have moved a lot. I have seen a lot of different countries. I have seen a lot of different cities. And even though Berlin isn't my favorite city, and even though I still can't imagine myself living here my whole life, I do acknowledge Berlin as an amazing, as I said, melting pot for different opportunities, different people, and it has a lot of opportunities. But even if you don't live in these kind of big cities that give you a lot of opportunities, I would definitely encourage you after traveling, go back, see some old friends, see some family and see how this feels. Because it's most of the time the people that know you longest that test you the most. So if you have changed a lot on your travels and, have, and you have a new way of living your life, I would encourage you to go back home, challenge yourself and see what of these things are actually sticking with you when you are in situations that feel uncomfortable. Because those things then are the things that you should keep around that allow you to grow and allow you to reach your highest potential. And I think that is super, super important. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening today, guys. I've got two songs with me today as well. Um, I I really love the song that I started listening to while traveling in Bali. It's called Caterpillar by Mountains of the Moon. I would really encourage you to listen to that song because it's really dreamy, really beautiful. There's this wonderful line that says... Darkness to me is just water to the sea. And I think that is just beautiful. 
And then there is another song by Rai X, which is called Berlin, which is also really good and kind of fits into this whole topic today of me returning to Berlin. Um, really nice song. The whole album by Rai X is actually really, really beautiful. So check it out if you don't know him yet. He was known for the song called Howling, which is also really, really good. Came out a few years ago and kind of, yeah, was super big, at least in Berlin. Um, so yeah, check that one out as well. Anyways, wherever you are in this world at the moment, wherever you're listening, I hope that you are doing well, that you are having a wonderful time exploring your own life. Um, if you are traveling and if you're close to coming home, I hope that you can find some inspiration in this podcast to maybe look at the whole situation from a different angle. And if you are just about to embark on a new journey, enjoy it, take everything in that you can learn, explore, thrive. And yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you everyone for listening today. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Make sure to give me a like and follow me on Instagram under travelbug.trvlpodcast to see all the photos and all the songs that we've talked about today. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you soon.